0: And we're live. Welcome to the makeshift podcast number 15. We got a special guest today, Mike Venezia, our MBA expert. But apparently he's got more in his belt that he could uh, talk about. So we're excited for today.
1: Yeah, I got a lot of tricks in my arsenal. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to be back. I'm ready to go. So
2: I have a question to start off this podcast. First
1: of all, there's a dog
2: upstairs. So if there's any background noise, we're watching a dog and he's scratching at the door. Things are flying around upstairs. I have a question to start us off. If there was one sport that you think that you could go pro in, that you would have the best chance to go pro in, what would what sport would it be? Yeah, it sounds like there's was, a war. Insane of
0: upstairs. Stairs. I have my answer. What is it? Bowling. I
1: mean There's a lot of good bowlers. There's familiar. a lot of
0: good bowlers, but I feel like if I trained appropriately and properly, you're only playing against a score really. The lanes are different. It's a lot more advanced than a normal. I'm a good bowler. I average like a 190, 200 now. Just What's a pro a...
2: bowler score?
0: On like a professional like bowling alley, like around 240, 250. And then they bowl 300s occasionally, and they can bowl into the high 200s. I'm not saying I can compete with a pro, but there's crazier things that can happen.
1: Quick backstory. Summer 2019. I went to quarter mania bowling. I met Zach and a few friends there and Zach straight out told me that I was not good enough yet to be in his lane, but that was the best thing that he could have told me simply because from there I learned how to spin the ball. And the last time I went to bowl, I bowled a 209 where, where you joined the
0: 200 club and now you're allowed on the lane. If you haven't bowled a 200, you're not allowed on the lane ever. That, yeah. Well, it's between me and uh, Chris and I bowl together. We do the quarter mania. It it depends how many people are there, but mainly we like to have people who can compete or at least put up a good game. Like, we kick Alec off it all the time. That's
2: fair. We don't like Alec
1: on the lane. We put him on his own
2: lane if, if we can. What do you think?
1: For me, if we were just talking like one of the major sports, I feel like soccer. Soccer? Yeah, and that was one sport I literally had no interest in, but just like, you know, I guess just like my size. And I always had good stamina. I always felt I was like much faster than most people when I was younger, so... Maybe like be like a center back, something along those lines. And then my second one was bowling. I literally love bowling. If I really committed to it, I'd I'd thoroughly enjoy it. But I'm not as good as Zach, obviously.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty good at bowling.
1: Yeah, he's really good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think basketball overseas. Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. They're so good. Mm, I mean, maybe if we train like, completely. We all play basketball in high school. And we we're on the same team. So like maybe if we you know, really dedicated hours a day to it, that we yeah. would get to some level that – i don't know man i just feel like like i stick with my answer with bowling that's fair soccer is really tough i have no foot eye coordination at all foot eye eye foot um so so for me that would be very tough and hard but i i like your point with the with the stamina i could see that fair
1: i'm also five nine just for clarity you know zach is like a freak of nature athletically. He probably is like a six eight wingspan and yeah. Brian's at least six one, six two as well. So in terms of playing professionally, they probably have a little better shot than me. But uh I think you're like six what are you, six two with shoes on?
2: Six two with shoes on.
1: That's why I said that. Yeah. Didn't six I say two? that the other day? That's why I said that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked me how tall I was. I was like, I'm six two with shoes on.
1: I always thought like that range though. Like I what's your license
2: say? Does it say right? Yeah. It says six one. Okay.
0: I have a whole thing with the DMV right now. I'm I'm waiting for my license. I have an expired license. It's. Oh, I just got mine. I've paid twice for it. It hasn't come in the mail yet. They sent it. It got sent back. I had to reorder it. I couldn't get onto the portal because they thought I received it. I don't want to talk about the new jersey dmv
1: what yo brian what are your thoughts on the new license it, it almost looks fake it's like it so thin fine. like the font's it like weird yeah every fake. time i see it i'm like is this real i don't know i don't know how i feel don't about they it.
0: have the real id and the normal one are you talking about the one oh, the or license. are they both the same? the same just like the new
1: one that they give out to everybody oh, yeah? it's extremely yeah. thin like the new jersey is like in blue instead of red now it just like looks weird i can't explain and it. you went to the dmv for it well, I'm September, but like I've seen a handful of people that have it. Did you get your you shipped to? You? Yeah, I got mine shipped. On. It's, but it's a non-real ID, non-real.
0: It's, real. It's, it's a
1: real. My license.
0: Literally his. Well, it's uh, mine's going to be my license too, but there's a non-real one that like. I don't you, know who. Cares? You can't travel in the airport with it. No,
1: you can't. Uh, oh, you can. but he. I assume you only delivered one though. Like what? Yeah. So I guess like oh, what maybe. other? What else are you going to use if it's? You ever think a passport, tattoo, Zach?
0: I don't know passport.
1: Yeah. I'm not. No, I've never. I've
0: thought about it. I thought maybe it's got to be something I'm passionate about. I thought maybe something related to Breaking Bad. We've joked about animals. What would you on get
2: if you got a Breaking Bad tattoo? That the, sounds like such a nerdy response. The Heisenberg. The, yeah, the Heisenberg. Yeah, God. the nice little Heisenberg. Yeah. Yeah, you epitomize on, that show.
0: Not I would put it somewhere small, and that's my wrist? favorite show. I, I'm looking at yeah, my wrist. I, I, I don't, like I don't think this is where I would put it, but I don't know where I would.
2: I feel like you would go thigh.
1: I was just about to say your thigh,
0: like
2: right here, like where it Brian has his. Like want to see it, that's see it.
0: fair. I mean, I, I like people who get the tattoos over here.
1: I
2: was going to say, you're going to get Crystal nice Man tattooed on you? No. Just the rocks. No,
0: that's not. Yeah, the blue, the blue, the blue yeah. rocks. No. I don't know. I've thought about like animals and stuff. Like we've joked about that. I would never actually get that. But what, what of like meaning would you get tattooed? For, For me, you. it would have to be meaning. Like it's, I'm not just going to get it to look like body art.
1: For me? I think if KD led the Nets to a championship, I would get the Brooklyn Bridge right on my scapula, wow. my upper shoulder, and I would get his jersey like hanging from the bridge. Right. I wouldn't actually, I wouldn't Brooklyn, actually though? do that. But wow. my family's from Brooklyn and Staten Island, yeah, so, so that makes but... more sense than. Okay. No, I mean, I mean, I've thought about like Saint Michael here, but again, right? Like you have to really, I feel, have meaning behind it. What about I your bet. tattoos in high school? My tattoos in high school—they're hennas actually, so they're not real. Oh, for... well, clearly. <laughs> Uh the first one I got was with Zach and Seaside. Still don't remember what it was. It was on my ribcage. It was like a Panther, wasn't it? It was like a oh, Yes. It panther. was a it panther. Was like yes. panther. Yes. And I went to a on vacation a few weeks later and I still had the Panther there. And people were coming out to me saying, Are You a fifteen, sixteen year old with a Panther tattooed on your ribcage. And then I got then I got fearless. Senior year what? Wildwood. <laughs> I don't know. I was I was feeling high and mighty that weekend i don't know unbelievable <laughs>
2: that sounds like oh god i don't know
0: that's good though tattoos fine hennas i don't even think i got one in seaside when i went with you i think i just watched you get the panther because i don't remember getting tatted
2: you were probably like ah, oh, it's not worth it yeah i gotta spend money on this 20 bucks yeah 40 bucks, 15 20
1: <laughs> yeah no that was uh those were good times those were good times i lost
0: a lot of money on boardwalk games that week Oh, I got to go in the money machine that week.
2: The one where you catch it in a fly. Yeah, I I played electric. the
0: basketball game in the back, and then I got enough points on it that they let they spun the wheel, and then they let you know how many tickets you got based off how many dollars or whatever. So I went in the the machine that like shoots up all the money.
2: It's wonderful. I think I remember that. Yeah, no, maybe not. What What's your favorite boardwalk game? Oh, what are you, What's your favorite boardwalk game?
1: So before I say my favorite, so
2: boardwalk games are different than arcade
1: games. Yeah so i think the most difficult one i just have to add you know when you have to like hammer the frogs into the pond i've probably attempted that game at least 15 20 times and i maybe have landed one
2: that's like the one that you keep going back to because it is possible not like the ring toss out of the bottle so that's actually impossible but that one's possible it's like one out of like 50 tries though
1: yeah um and then that is a great game i guess my favorite uh, shooting the water gun so that like oh, yeah, it rises like up that's like a classic one because yeah, you, you can compete with others house. packed house packed
2: house with a mega prize
1: yeah exactly so it's just like recruiting people on the boardwalk like i used to get a kick out of that as a kid so
0: i like the bass. i think the basketball is a classic one yeah. i won a jersey once playing the basketball and i made two out of three shots you needed all three to get a jersey and they were actually legitimate at least looked legitimate jerseys instead of the, those fake ones and uh the guy was like oh you hit three of three right and i missed the middle one but I said yes, and he like drew a crowd over, and people were like, oh, P- you can win this. And then the next year I went back and spent like $80 on the game, which was like a $5 play because I was like, oh, I, I won remember. this. I never actually won it. So, so you're... for me to try and win again doesn't make any sense. So if
2: this guy listens to the podcast, he might revoke your prize.
0: He might. I'll have to return my Michael Jordan jersey um, to, <laughs> to, to, to Wildwood Boardwalk. What a shame that would be.
2: Yeah, that's a good one
0: sounds crazy i I think somebody's bowling upstairs
2: (laughs) it sounds like it Jeez.
0: all right let's jump in to the nba playoffs fair
2: yeah fair okay
0: mike i want to hear your take on both series you got the mavericks trailing the warriors in the series 1-0 and you got the heat over the celtics are those two teams going to come out in the nba finals
1: um so after round one uh I predicted that the Warriors would play the Celtics in the finals, and I'm going to stand by that. Um, Touching on the Eastern Conference finals first, I think Horford and Marcus Smart both being out for game one was major. Um, Smart being the defensive player of the year. I'm not saying he's going to stop Jimmy Butler, but just having another body to throw at him really slows him down. And uh, Al Horford's literally playing like he's 28 right now for some odd reason. Uh, I know Horford's back tonight. He was able to clear protocol. Um, so I'm going to take Boston. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, 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 hey, oh. Long night last night. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I went to bed pretty early. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like Boston winning that series in seven. Um, and then I like in the West, uh, I'm going to go with the Warriors winning that series in six. I think Phoenix definitely would have been a better matchup for Golden State. Um, I think the Mavs lack a lot of playoff experience. I think it's fantastic the fact that they've even made it this far. I just don't think they have enough scoring output outside of Luka to really get the job done. Your boy Spence? Uh, I love Dinwiddie, man, but he's been very inconsistent the entire playoffs. He either goes
0: off or he either doesn't. either goes off
1: or he goes like 3 or 12. And I noticed that Brunson, you know, when uh, Luka was out in the first round, really excelled because – he didn't have to pick and choose when to attack and yeah. take his shots. I think it's very hard to be another guard alongside Luca. Big one-on-one. Team. Yeah, exactly. And they take a lot of threes, a lot oh of threes. What they the, what three of nineteen to start the game yesterday yeah. or something like that? Yeah, and if you shoot three of nineteen
0: from three against the Warriors in two, the first quarter too, well, yeah.
2: Steph and Clay were one for eleven in the first. Yeah, too. They scored all their points off two.
0: But my boy Andrew Wiggins
2: stepped up and he
0: played well. Worst yeah, played All-Star well. starter in NBA history. Yes. I would
1: agree with yeah. that I don't know
0: how I guess the fans The fans just voted him Kawhi,
1: there. PG were hurt AD were hurt It's so like all the forwards Were just out Wow Kind of thin in the I West too I bet Al
2: Horford too. for uh, One plus made three tonight In my parlay That's going to be like the easiest money You've ever made it's in one one of the It's, it's one, one of the
1: likes It's one of the likes Well we won't say the others Because we don't want to jinx it
2: Yeah I'm not going to say anything else But Al Horford is he, he averaged 10 points 10 points per game this season And now he's up to over 15 points In the playoffs really? Which is nuts so I always here, liked like his point something.
0: I always liked his over for rebounds. Yeah. I bet it like twice this year, and they hit both times, so it's like my lucky bet, but I'm not betting on the series. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, Robert Williams has been hurt, and like he's playing now, but he's like probably like a shell of himself. And then Daniel Tice just fell out of the rotation. Like he's kind of awful. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, Horford, I mean, he's been great. I just love the way the Celtics team are, is constructed. They have so much versatility, I think gonna win. so many wings. Do you think they're going to win the whole thing?
2: I think – I said they're going to win it after the first round because they demolished the Nets. I mean, the Nets also sucked. But I don't yeah, want them to win it. Start. I don't <laughs> want them to win it. I would rather see any of the other teams win it. I would love to see a Luka versus Tatum finals. I think that would be awesome. But I, I feel like everyone knows that the Warriors are going to the finals. Yeah, like, I feel like it's a lock.
1: Yeah, they were definitely presented a good hand. Like, uh like look, right? Memphis was, I think, was 24 and 4 without Jaw this year. You need your best players to win in the playoffs. Like, obviously, they played Golden State really well. They beat them by 41 game. But like, they were granted a gift, like Jaw getting hurt, and uh, they they were they would have beaten them either way. But um, just like the way, you know, it it probably would have won seven, honestly. But yeah, I think I think Golden State's gonna win it all. I think Steph's gonna get his first ever Finals MVP. Which he deserved in 2015. Iguodala. Poole. No, but Jordan Poole's about to get a bag in the offseason. Oh, he go. is about to get $100 million is he, plus. Is he so. free agent this season? Yes. Knicks. No. That's 11th pick. Answer. You excited? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Mike the and Knicks. John Montero, overtime elite. What? Best point guard in the draft.
0: I have I don't follow college at all, so that means not nothing college, to me. Overtime elite. Oh.
2: Overtime.
0: Is getting drafted to the NBA? Yeah.
2: That's wild. Best point guard in the draft. Wow. You guys Here's do need first. a point
0: guard. For years, we've needed a point That's guard. Like I, I, I think I brought it up on the last uh, podcast. Like Chris Duhon, well, I guess got I'm going to do, do it. P- Napoleon, <laughs> right? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, which brings me, perfect segue to my point. You ready? Let's I'm ready. See. I've been sitting here waiting to announce well, it. New
2: York next.
0: <laughs> my announcement, and it's what everybody should be talking about, but they're not, is that There's a streak in the NBA of 75 straight finals appearances where a former Nick was in the NBA finals. Everyone talked about it last year. It was a big deal. What
2: teams have one?
0: Only the Mavericks. Frank Nittoguena. Oh, Nittoghina.
2: that's not looking good. It's
0: not looking great. This oh, is the streak no. that people need to be talking it's about. It's 75 years? 75 straight years. I thought it was that's like 30. Insane. That's crazy.
2: That's like almost the entire NBA existence.
0: And I haven't done like my full research on it, but like I looked at the rosters ah. and there's no one that I've seen that was on a Nick for the last whatever years besides Frank. So if that streak ends, I'm like, I've, I've been saying the Warriors, I want the Warriors Tear to high win. on the Mavs. I'm... I don't want to be because I'm rooting for the Warriors. But for the sake of the streak and what the Knicks really, history...
2: What are you really getting if the Warriors win? You get a Knicks something.
0: I if. want Steph Curry to get his first NBA Finals MVP, and I want him to...
2: Well, would you rather that happen, or would you rather this Knicks streak gets kept alive?
0: I mean, obviously the Warriors to win, but the Knicks streak... Like Anyone who's coming out of the West, I'm going to be happy. True. There's not, not even a reason to be happy about that as a Knicks fan, but like, it's
1: just like, (laughs) it's, it's a
0: 75 years.
1: I mean, that's a lifespan almost. Now, my question to you is maybe if the streak ends this year, the Knicks will have better luck in their favor going forward. Maybe that's the streak that you do need to.
0: You think it's like a curse, like it's yeah, the curse sort of, of
1: like sort of like how Brett Gardner being on the Yankees for way too long. He's finally not on the team, and this is the best that they've looked since they won in 09. Yeah. And I've been telling people this for years. I just, I, I just get like that weird feeling. Like why?
0: Because he's like. Is he a bad? Was he Absolutely a for nothing the team?
1: wrong with him. Just him being there. It just gave me weird vibes. That, like it was time for him to go. It was a good play.
2: He was getting old. There's just some guys him. you
1: just have to move on from.
2: He's too bald. Too
1: like he, he was getting. Yeah. He was just getting way too many starts. Like um, Hicks was always getting hurt. So I get it. Like they would shift him around like. John Carl I hate I know we just pivoted The baseball fast But it's like, okay That's, seeing, yeah, That's what yeah. we do Seeing Stanton Like actually play The outfield every day Knock on wood He doesn't get hurt Like it's good for his body That like he's moving oh, And staying yeah. active So
0: They've been Stanton and Judge Have been unreal This season so far oh Specifically God. Judge yeah. And the, the Orioles Stadium Judge got mad uh, Or was like Sad that they changed The dimensions in left field yeah. Because oh, they they, they like made a joke Out of the ballpark I don't know why they did that They're gonna move it in, in like a year or two I feel Um but, like, he would have had 14 home runs. It would have been a home run in 28 other ballparks. And 14 home runs at this point. I'm like, Pete Alonso just hit his 10th today. And I'm like, okay, hey, he's on pace for 40. Have? He has 13. Oh, he has 13. So, he's on pace. We just hit the quarter point in the season pretty much. He's on pace for a lot. Yeah. So, 13 50? times 4 would Almost be. 50. Yeah, 50-something, right?
2: Almost 50, I think math 13 26 52 52 52. (laughs) 52. you're right [SS1] (laughs) mike
0: Mike saw the numbers crunching in my head yeah i was just
1: i was like i'm gonna let him process it (laughs) but
0: yeah 52 home runs on pace for he has got a ton of rbis he's batting for average um the record is barry Bonds 73 (laughs) (laughs) that's That's not gonna yeah i mean he was juiced up the balls were were
1: probably so does that
2: have an asterisk next to it
1: kind of he's the best baseball player ever barry bonds yes Barry Bonds. A I wish. <laughs> Barry Bonds is the best baseball player ever.
0: I just... I don't know if I could give him credit with the steroids. Like, I... Un, even before that, he was a great player. And I, I'm sure you watched the the John Boyd video. Yeah. John Boys, Um With his, like, on-base percentage. If he never swung his bat in, a, in his career, what he would do. Yeah. Um, and he'd still be, like, a Hall of Famer. Um, so, I agree. Like, he's, he's unbelievable. He's, I think, underrated because people knock him for the steroids. But um I, I have to take away some credit
1: yeah and honestly i think in 1990 like the early 90s baseball was a dying sport it's Still, and i think you, you know what it is now they do a terrible job of marketing their players like they have no idea what they're doing
0: i haven't watched a single game with mike um, trout in it yeah like and, it
1: yeah. mike trout is probably general generationally like the best player yeah. ever But we just would never know because you never get to watch them. And they have Otani. Like, they literally have arguably the two best players in baseball. I've maybe watched each of them bat, like, ten times. Yeah. And I've never seen Otani pitch. But back to what I was saying with the steroids, like, baseball was dying in the 90s. And I think the MLB, I don't want to say encouraged steroids, but they definitely played a part in allowing it simply because the home run ball brought the game back to life. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, home run chase, and then Bonds. But whatever there's so many like conspiracy theories but uh yeah i think bonds is one of the best if not the best.
0: well th- this year now they're having a similar issue where they had too many home runs last year or the last few years really and then they pulled back a little bit the manufacturing thing with the baseballs is unbelievable i think they go through like 60 baseballs in a game that's nuts. or uh, if it might be like 120 baseballs to be honest with you it's so crazy um but it's it's, it's do we juice the balls do we do we have a little bit more excitement I personally like baseball when people are hitting, and the Mets are doing a great job at this, and hitting doubles, singles, keeping rallies going, and not just hitting three home runs in a game, and you know that just being all the offense that you have. Um, and it, in the playoffs, the Yankees past few years have been a home run reliant team. Yeah. Um, they seem a little bit more rounded out this year, in my opinion. And this is the
2: like the lowest run scored per game year, like in a long time, right? I think so. Because of the pitching rotations.
1: Yeah also do you th- obviously the yankees have like more power hitters in the mets but city field is a much harder ballparked at home run and you think that plays a part in it too yeah so and is there like an advanced metric like i don't even know
0: there's there's not but i do think yes and one thing that i when i i got to see the mets no hitter i was very excited to say be it, there say it again i the mets no hitter tyler and mcgill went to i can name all the pitchers, but i won't um why not what? Because I don't want to. So he right
2: talks now. about it too much. He says it every yeah, night. Yeah, I'll rant off about it. I'll, I'll post the video. Every he meets, he goes, Hi, nice to meet you. Fun fact about me? Oh, I was at the Mexican Joe Joelly Rodriguez, okay. Tyler McGill.
0: No, now we're doing it. <laughs> I'm, Seth I'm Lugo, Edwin Diaz. Are and Who
2: is
0: Who was the last one? Seth Lugo, oh, Diaz. I You weren't there. Joelly, Tyler, and Drew Smith. Not in that order. But yes, What's fact the order?
1: I'm not oh, doing it. Okay. You covered it. I mean, that's that's sick that you were there. Um,
0: I sat in left field for that game, and the wind significantly blowing in from left field the entire game. So I think personally, when they post those metrics and like, oh, this home run would have been a home run in 28 other ballparks. I'm like, sure, distance wise, if all other conditions are the same, but they take out the wind. I don't know if the wind blows out at Yankee Stadium. I don't think it does. I just don't think there's any wind blowing in, really. So these little balls that you know might have been a 326 foot home run in another stadium, I can't say when I see that metric that I believe it completely 100 because I'm like, city field that would have been a fly ball left field because the wind's so strong coming in from left field on those cold nights.
1: Yeah, yeah, you. I agree. You can't just be about like the average depth of how far the ball goes. But I also don't like the
0: Yankee fan, or I guess I don't like other fans saying to the yankees that like oh like you guys hit pop flies over left field, game's the same for anybody who plays in that stadium it's just when you're looking at stats overall it's like granderson hit like 38 home runs one year or like 40 home runs one year and then he came to the mets and city field and hit like 16 wasn't his prime season sure but just looking at those comparisons when you see the players I, i just think it's a
1: different game Oh, yeah. Side note. Do you think Robinson Cano does absolutely anything with San Diego? Or do you think his career is just done?
0: He went two for three or or something the other day in his first game. I was watching that. They're like, oh, Cano with two hits. Whenever he gets an extended time and period of like break, he seems to always... like Spring training, he seemed pretty good. And the Mets were like... And then he just did nothing. He had like four hits for the Mets in like a month. Um, So obviously they cut him. So I don't think he's going to do anything for the Padres. Maybe like a spot at bat here or there. I don't even know if he stays with the team the whole season, but... It was worth the shot for them to sign him, I guess. Where do we want to go back to NBA? Let's go back to the NBA draft. Yeah. Magic one, Thunder two, Rockets three. I don't know anything about it. There's three players in the draft that are worth drafting. Is that what I'm hearing?
2: I think yes. the guy from
1: Zach, from Gonzaga is going first. Yeah, us. so Chet. It's a, yeah, Chet. Um, fun fact: Chet played high school basketball with Jalen Suggs in Minnesota. Yeah, that's a crazy- Jalen Suggs. And- in Minnesota. Elementary school. And in, at an elementary school. It's nuts. Yeah, so I... I, And also, Chet is, like, the highest... Uh, Chet is a very interesting prospect, right? He's he, so, like... He's crazy. so frail. The guy literally can shoot the three. He can defend one through five. It's like KD, but taller and longer. Yeah, so his, his range of outcomes among the top three guys is, like, the biggest. He could end up being, like, the biggest flop ever or, like, one of the greatest players, like, we've ever seen. Um... If it was up to me and I had the first pick, I would probably take Paolo Bancaro from Dude. Really? I thought yeah. he was
2: going I would have him as third. To- yeah,
1: I think him or Jabari Smith are like 1A, 1B type deal. Um, Jabari Smith, he broke out at Auburn this year. Guy can shoot the three. He just has like that Jason Tatum-esque like frame. You just know he's going to be able to score like 25 a game like within the first few years of his career. Um, but – my gut tells me that Chet's going to go one Based off the fact, right. fact that Orlando picks And yeah. um, I just like the fit
2: That would be a crazy uh relink.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm all for it And Jalen Suggs had a very like up and down rookie yeah. year They, The problem with like these middle market teams They're so mediocre for so long mm-hmm. They just stockpile like high first round picks Thunder. And before you know it You just have like 7-8 guys Trying to grow their career like in a crowded room Like it's never going to work yeah. That's why at some point you just have to like hopefully package few of them and, like, yeah. get somebody good just to, like, stay, you know, above That's like above. That's,
2: entire existence. Yeah,
1: yeah, they acquired how many picks That's in that Paul George trade? Like, five? And now they're just going to be mediocre. Yeah, and they pick two time. now. I mean, the Thunder have something going. Like, Shea Gildress, know, Alexander's good. Exactly what you're saying. Josh though. Giddy. But they need a big. Like, there, there's That's a void I mean. there. Like, the Magic, they have Wendell Carter, Mo Bamba. Like, Mo Bamba. you're not going to play them to and Chet. Like, at some point, you just got to give one a.
2: Yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong.
1: Also a sleeper for the first overall pick. Hey, just have to add Jaden Ivey from Purdue. Um, uh, Jaden Ivey. Ivy Moss, Matt Moss Miller. Shout out Matty Moss, um, Purdue alum. Uh, Jaden Ivey is the closest thing we've seen since John ja Morant um, in college basketball. Yeah, they're actually very close. They tweet at each other all the time. Like They repost each other's highlights. They call each other twin, whatever.
2: John ja Morant is so active on Twitter.
1: Yeah, very active on he t- Twitter. He
2: tweeted more than, like, his points in his game. His field
1: goals made, yeah. But I think John Moran is a sleeper to go one just because Orlando. John Moran. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Jaden Ivey. <laughs> I was like, wow. He's really I wanted John Moran to go to the next. Yeah. That was I wanted rough. him, too. He would great and there. See, see, that that's when you know they're so similar because I literally just called John Moran. John Moran would have been Morant. great anywhere.
0: Yeah, but it, like
1: a showstopper in New York. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would have been sick. As a Nets fan, I would have enjoyed that because we still would have swept you every year, but at <laughs> least it would have been fun. Yeah, it would have been but fun. But we got R.J. Barrett. Quick question <laughs> Would you trade R.J. Barrett for Donovan Mitchell? Uh, with, because I would trade that in a heartbeat. Me and Brian, as Heart Nets heartbeat. fans, we would do it tomorrow, but for some right odd now. reason. Yeah, right now. Most people I speak to in the Knicks organization, like, oh, we don't like Donovan Mitchell's attitude, blah, blah, blah. He's from New York. He's a superstar. Like, I like RJ Barrett. He's really impressed me, but I'm sorry. I would do that trade tomorrow.
0: I I mean, if you're talking straight up for that, then sure. Like, when you ask me the question, I'm hesitant. It's because I'm thinking of what else they're going to have to give up in in pairing with that. If you're going to destroy, like, your next few years and you're not going to move the needle that much, like, Donovan Mitchell makes them a better team, but you take away quickly if you take away a few draft picks and i don't know i'm just a little hesitant in that because i've seen that that train before and it's like okay cool you might be good for a year or two maybe are you going to attract other people i'm not really sure
1: you don't think so because that's what it's about i mean the knicks would have the cast base they just would have to dump fournier and randall at some point yeah. they would figure it out though if they got them what if they, it was
2: like your four big what if it was like quickly rj barrett Mitchell Robinson and like a pick that's for, a lot. for Mitchell and Gobert. I know they don't get along.
0: If you get Gobert back for the big, then sure. Like, yes, I that would do sick. it. But if, if you don't you're get Gobert, win, right? then I can't give up. Don, uh, I no, can't give was, up. That
2: was, obviously, that's Yeah,
0: not. theoretical. But you see where I'm thinking. Because yeah. it's like if you're going to give up a big or you're going to give up pieces, that's going to take you a step back in other areas. And then, like, I've just seen the Knicks do it so many times. Like, sure, Donovan Mitchell – Great, like you have him. He's going to attract some people. But like, what if you don't land that free agent? What if you don't trade for someone else because you you can't figure out the deals or you don't have the the pieces to do so? And then all of a sudden, you're just a team with Donovan Mitchell. I don't want to just be a team with Donovan Mitchell. I want to move the needle and be better. And maybe it takes a few years. I don't don't know if it's the best path to give up so much. But if you're talking, would I rather have Barrett or Mitchell? Of course I want Donovan Mitchell.
1: Yeah, that's a fair answer. Um, Another team to watch out for in the draft the pelicans pick eight that from the sense an, sense. from the anthony davis trade Yeah, that's so ridiculous. for those who watch like march madness benedict Matherin on um arizona he went guys yeah the guy's a on. freak show athlete he would be a plug he and wing right off. away picture this lineup next year for the pelicans i like cj mccollum as a one actually not a two okay. um you put mccollum at the one Matherin at the two Brandon Ingram at the three, Zion at the four. If he wants to come back and commit, Valanciunas at the five. And then you got Grand Theft Alvarado off the bench, Herbert <laughs> Jones.
2: Grand Theft. That Alvarado. that team
1: could compete. That's I a, think
2: they need a bench player, but
1: yeah, right? Devonte Graham, who's not bad, he kind of stunk no. this year. But yeah, they could get somebody. Yeah, I mean that's a. I mean they're not if Zion. Look, Zion's like a beast. He just has to figure his life. out. Everyone that says he's, that he's a
2: bust is or what. Or isn't that great is crazy because when he played, he was averaging like twenty eight points per game, which is absolutely nuts.
0: And Embiid Embiid was hurt for the beginning of his career. I see that comparison a lot. They're like, just wait, if he gets healthy, he could be a special player still. Lose some Um, weight,
1: yeah. Lose some. James Harden can lose some weight. God, I am so happy to see him struggle and lose. He is the worst. Yeah, that that was a silver lining. Matt mattie Moss made a great point. He was like the silver lining of the season is that we don't have to commit 200 million to this guy. Yeah, I mean I said you're you're not wrong. We got a guy who has mental health and back problems and you know, God willing, hopefully he figures everything out, but you know, owing money to James Harden, that that would have been rough. Yeah. Is he going to get a max?
2: <laughs> this is the whole Pat Bev thing. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of I stuff on. I don't think on, he deserves it. But uh, Pat Bev apparently <laughs> thinks he deserves it. all all every team,
0: every team should be willing to throw money at him, which I don't, it, which I don't agree with right now.
2: He's like a, he's a good point guard. He's not a max contract. Player. Jason Tatum is a max contract player. Kevin Durant is a max contract player. Kyrie Irving's a max contract player. Like all these guys are max contract players. Do you really put him with those guys? I used to like, but after what I've seen,
1: James, and that. And that would be short it would be short term because he'll probably opt into his player option for next year i think that's what he's doing he'll be paid like 47 million and then at that point i think he'll be 32 33 so at that point in his career with the way like physically his body's deteriorating how many real prime years does he have left i don't even know if they're prime years like how many effective years maybe two the past few years all all we've seen is him going downhill
2: correct me if i'm wrong
1: i'm not even kidding like zach with your length I think you could probably stop him like three or four times out of ten.
2: I'm not. I, I'm not.
1: I honestly, probably not because these guys are just so ridiculous. But you I mean, get what also like you six, get. What I'm trying six, to say, he cannot get around a traffic cone right now. <laughs> he relies on that step back three and that one playoff game where he had like 31. They're like, oh my god, is this the vintage James Harden? He looked exactly the same. That's just the sh- fact. Just, just to say to say shots the shots that he was.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like people, people say that you have. To I just say felt that. So like that that
0: not. shifted so quickly, and that's why I said on the last yeah, podcast right? is that like, like people just the, the announcers are like, oh, this is vintage James Harden. Exactly. It's like this dude earlier in the year was playing well in games where he had to carry his team. Yeah. When I mean, KD was out, Kyrie was out, he played well. So for for the narrative to just completely switch, I'm like maybe he's just having a little bad rut. He's not going to be like sure the old Harden if you want to like coin it that or the vintage Harden. I just thought the narrative switched way too quickly. Well, Vintage Harden is his max contract player. Vintage, I mean, I I I so, vintage
1: Harden, top five score ever.
0: Was he not? That's I like him. Okay. I mean, he was nuts. I, I, think, no, that,
2: okay. I think that that's think It's the, not. I was going to say it's hot, but I mean, top he five. He got of at time. least
1: one MVP. Yeah.
2: yeah. And he, it's crazy that he won MVP like three years ago or, or whatever it was. Yeah, what was it,
1: 2018?
2: So, I think that the fact that you have to – people call him Vintage Harden, compare him to Vintage Harden, clearly states that he doesn't deserve a max contract. Pat Bev thinks otherwise, but I just thought it happened too fast. I, well, it's been like three years since he's three years since he's been on the Rockets. But he was a. I'm not saying that like they were winning games, but but like he
0: was capable of scoring relentlessly still with the Nets in certain games. Like I watched him against. They lost to the Thunder earlier this year. I was at that game. KD didn't play. Kyrie oh, it yeah, was just Harden. You were at that yeah. game. Yeah, and he was hard. He was. He was terrible. So, yeah, some games he was some- very. Sh- Hit or miss, but like he he still had the capability. So like the fact
2: that like it just shifted so quickly in my eyes, I was like, it's like everybody saying contract vintage? player. No, no, I don't think be, he. Yes, I agree. Should be like a Jason Tatum. You know what you're getting every single night. You're getting at least twenty, at least, and at max fifty plus. And Joe Allen, Jokic, Giannis, LeBron, KD. Like you know what you're getting. But that's that's just my opinion. Well, KD, apparently you don't know what you're getting because yeah. the playoffs were a little rough apparently, for that guy. Apparently not.
1: I'm get me started. Dude, that was a tough one. I
0: won't. I won't get you started. Good. I mean, we could talk about more. I feel like we're, we're probably
2: how far in. Give me, give me a hypothetical. Oh, we're th- we're 30 minutes, a little over 30. We'll do one hypothetical and we'll call it quits here. All right. I cut this part out, Mike. Don't worry. Unless you want to do something crazy right now. I'll do whatever. Let me say bottle flip. It's a lot of water. For yeah, you got to take
0: bit. out some water to be able to do the bottle flip.
2: I, I would, I'll would. i give you a sip. You got to take nice, a good a nice amount sip, out of yeah. that.
0: So, All right. He's disobeying the rules. but. Oh, uh, you were saying like one shot to get the right amount?
2: Yeah, let's see. <laughs> a practice yeah. flip. That was, that was the worst. Cool.
1: You know what it is? It's like... The
0: there's too much water in it.
1: Is there though? Ah. Is there though, Zach? <laughs> oh, okay. Is there though? I just got publicly shamed. Cut that for TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll cut
0: it. We'll cut it.
2: All right. Well, we don't have a hypothetical here. So I guess that's the pod. Mike? I have a question. Now, oh. I, I'll ask you a question
0: because oh. this is the debate I have with my friend Nick all the time. When RJ Barrett got drafted, I said to my friend Nick that I would be happy. And Andrew Wiggins was in the league for five years at this point said, I would be happy, I would be okay if he turned out to be Andrew Wiggins. I'm winning that side of the bet right now. I think I am, at least, because Andrew Wiggins has been a solid, you know, third, fourth option on that team in terms of scoring. Um, I think he's capable, shot over 40% from three this year, shot close to 50% from the field. He's just a solid player scoring about 16, 17 a game. I was statistically saying that. Do you think R.J. Barrett is better than Andrew Wiggins? No. You think he's Which one was an
1: All Star starter this year? I just don't believe. Did Wiggins? I mean, did R.J. Barrett even get an All Star vote?
2: About him being a third to or fourth like make option. It, I think no. R.J. Barrett. No, would be I
0: actually got votes, but
2: and probably do worse.
0: Do you think R.J. Barrett will be better than Andrew Wiggins?
2: See, that's like who knows. Because I
0: mean, R.J. Barrett's is uh, it's gonna be his fourth year. Andrew Wiggins is going into like his eighth year. Like it took Wiggins time put to put it this there.
1: way i'll word it like this i think in terms of raw talent and like production barrett has a very legitimate shot to be better than wiggins but in terms of would either of them ever be like the second best player on a championship team no so in terms of a player that has like the championship like skill set just like a three and D versatile wing that can guard one through four, like four and really stretch the floor. I think Wiggins is better to have on a championship team, but I think when it's all said and done, RJ Barrett would be considered the better player. If that makes sense.
0: That made a lot of sense. Good take.
2: Mike's here for the good takes.
0: So RJ Barrett on an ideal championship team would be a number third option.
2: Number third. I don't think he'll.
1: that's his ceiling. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I I disagree with the Knicks fans that are saying that they need to build around RJ Barrett as yeah, if no. he's going to be like right. the number one player on the team. It's never going to happen. If that's your
2: one number one player. You're going to have a problem. Yeah, he,
1: he it, it will never happen.
0: He's been he had a really good second half of the year, and he was he was very efficient and just not shooting 38 percent from the floor like he was earlier in the year. So if he could be that player that averages like 18 and 20 a game, that's a solid. And player. support and you have two stars around it, and, and he's just a third option that you could play off of. I'm trying to think of someone that like it compares to. I thought of like Harrison Barnes a lot.: that, the Warriors. That's
1: so weird. I was really just about to say yeah. Harrison Barnes. but
0: I think, I think he can create more than Harrison Barnes.
1: Harrison Barnes. Was- Harrison Barnes right now is good. Yeah. Everybody thinks about that 2016 finals performance, and they just think like he's a choke artist. He's one of those guys. he's going to be so good on like a bad team forever yeah like if i'm telling you watch him on the kings this past year he was actually really good i did not i don't I yeah, haven't, he could hope because he he was good when the, he first went to the kings or yeah
0: right i i remember looking at his stats and stuff i was like yeah he's performing like whatever but it's it gives me like the michael carter williams treatment where it's just like i didn't feel like the team was good so like someone's got to put up numbers yeah. but i don't know but i mean barnes has proved that he could be productive on a good team too so I'm yeah. um, just not as the number 1 or 2 option.
1: But yeah, like I was saying though before, like just like the trajectory of these guys careers, like Wiggins was a good guy on the Wolves for the first few years of his career, but his stats were padded because they were so bad. Yeah, like exactly. there were nights he would take off, like you put RJ Barrett on the Warriors right now, yeah. like you would not even acknowledge any of the progression he was really making. Yeah. True. If that sort of makes sense. Like he would progress just being with all those guys that have like the championship and DNA. Yeah, and but I just I see RJ Barrett being a good player on a mediocre team for a long time. If that makes sense.
0: Because yeah. the Knicks will forever be mediocre, and the Dolphins and the Dolphins and the Mets. No, oh the yeah, Mets, yo, Mets
1: can we can we talk about that? Sure. What? About Why about would Tyreek the Hill? Dolphins post a video of Tua underthrowing Tyree Kill on a go route in practice? I didn't see this. Why oh my, it? that was awful. They posted you have that? to. Yeah, it was like preview of the Tua and Tyreek Hill connection. Why did they, because it was not oh, a good pass at it. all he, he caught it down. but he literally had to let up and catch the ball and i was like great here we go they really just posted this yeah if you need if you need somebody
0: i don't have a good answer for that mike i'm gonna say the pass was completed right so <laughs> yeah if there was somebody in coverage it would have been completed well how many times have you seen tyreek hill outrun mahomes's yeah. throw and undercut the corner and right, make yep. a sick catch was it in practice no. <laughs> <You don't know. laughs> I'm trying to come up
1: with something. To the Dolphins play. did everything right this offseason, but they just don't have the driver. Did they,
0: though? Did they really move the needle? Yeah,
1: they need the quarterback. They're well, gonna be now, Okay, is, now that they're kicked f- out in the first round of the playoffs. No, like, no, no I, I know, but I'm saying considering what they needed to. Like, they did yeah. as much as they can. I uh, mean, they're going to have to be really good because they got the Bills. They're yeah, not they, they the Improved offensive line. I love the Bills. Yeah, Love Josh that's my Allen. Super Bowl pick. Yeah, I, I wanted I, them to win got last Super Bowl year. I the pick last year, right? Yeah, you killed it. You, you picked the Rams?
2: Yeah. I have a video of it. Yeah. Impressive. impressive. We filmed it.
1: Nice. Very impressive. They <laughs> should hire you at ESPN. They should.
2: First take. Where are
1: you at? Yeah, if Pat Bev can probably get on there, probably. anybody can. All right. That's a wrap here for Podcast 15.
0: Mike, thanks for coming. There you go. That's another one in the books, baby.